Section 9 of The National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, March 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Wayne Cook. An Interesting Rumor Concerning Andre by J. H. The recent publication in the daily newspapers of a dispatch from Stockholm to the effect that Professor Nordenstrold had informed the Swedish Academy of Science that he regarded as of sufficient importance to call for a closer investigation the intelligence received by the Swedish Foreign Office that several persons worthy of credence saw Herr Andre's balloon in the Caribou District of British Columbia in August last led President Bell of the National Geographic Society to immediately ask the American minister at Stockholm by cable what news of Herr Andres the Swedish Foreign Office was really in possession of. The following day a reply was received referring President Bell to the Swedish Council at San Francisco, who, in answer to a telegram that was forthwith sent him, replied to President Bell by telegraph as follows. Statement of a balloon passing over the horsefly hydraulic mining camp in Caribou, British Columbia, in latitude 52 degrees 20 minutes and longitude 121 degrees 30 minutes, from letters of J. B. Hobson, manager, Caribou Hydraulic Mining Company, and of Mrs. William Sullivan, the blacksmith's wife there, and statement of Mr. John J. Newsom, San Francisco, then at the camp, about two or three o'clock in the afternoon, between 4th and 7th August last, weather calm and cloudless, Mrs. Sullivan, while looking over the hydraulic bank, noticed a round, gray-looking object in the sky to the right of the sun. As she watched, it grew larger and was descending. She saw the larger mass of the balloon above and the smaller mass apparently suspended to the larger. It continued to descend until she plainly recognized it as a balloon and a large basket hanging there, too. It finally commenced to swing violently back and forth and move very fast toward the eastward and southward. She then called her daughter, eighteen years old, and after pointing the balloon out to her, they both watched it rise rapidly until it disappeared in an easterly direction. Mr. Hobson writes that Mrs. Sullivan and daughter are intelligent, and he is disposed to believe their statement. Mrs. Hobson had, at about time stated, noticed Mrs. Sullivan looking into the sky at something, and that she called her daughter, who went to her side, looked in the directions indicated, and both watched some object for several minutes, turning their faces from southerly to easterly direction. Mr. Newsom reports that something was thrown out from the balloon when lowest, and subsequently people thought it might have been some message, but the country is too wooded to warrant any search. When Mr. Newsom returned to San Francisco, he was ill and did not immediately report the matter. Mrs. Sullivan has since examined the picture of Andre's balloon and says it represents the object seen. The President, Geographical Society of the Pacific, here instituted inquiries that have resulted as above. The locality described is very near Quinsdale Lake. While British Columbia is in the opposite direction to that which Herr Andre's balloon is believed by Arctic explorers to have been born, it is by no means an impossibility that it was carried in that direction, 
and the approximate date, August 4 through 7, at which a balloon is alleged to have been seen in that region, would be just about the expiration of the time that it is believed Herr André's balloon would remain in the air. The physical features and conditions of British Columbia are such as to render it absolutely impossible to prosecute any search for traces of the alleged aerial visitant at this season of the year. Meanwhile, the consensus of opinion is that André, if alive, is much more likely to be in Franz Joseph land, North Siberia, North or East Greenland, or Spitsbergen, and his safe return seems to depend largely on some fortunate accident that would lead to his being picked up by a whaler. End of section 9